0: So, this week's content warnings, we will talk about ADHD, the pandemic, anxiety, uh, death, and personal injury. It was an exciting interview.
1: I mean, in fairness, like the first three are just, you know, normal life.
0: Yeah, but you know, in, in five years, maybe it'll have passed enough that people will need the warning, so...
1: In five years, I will still have ADHD and anxiety, though, even if there's no pandemic.
0: That's fair. That's that's very fair. Uh, also, uh, of warning note, we have pets. They can and will interrupt us, so take that into account. The dog may bark. The cat may cause a problem with all the cords and things on my desk, as he is wont to do. The chickens at least are asleep. They are Um I I found uh, Pebble was alone in one coop, and so I moved her to the other coop with everybody else, um, and a Houdan, which was interesting.
1: I mean, it's sad to be alone. Sometimes when I find, like, when Mary Henriette is in there, I'm sort of like, you just wanted a day by yourself, didn't you, sweetie? Yeah, But...
0: But that, that one coop closes a little earlier than others, and so I figured she might have been seeking shelter from the rain and got caught there while everybody was in the other one. The weirdest thing today, though,
1: was the egg someone laid in the birdbath.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know about that one either. Uh, also of... For the record, it was raining and the birdbath was full of water. Yes, that, that egg went to the Great Beyond just in case. Um, anyway, our third warning is that we swear... Frequently at the pets, most commonly at Sergey the cat. We, we
1: S- almost never swear at Hound. No. It might hurt Hound's feelings. Sergey takes
0: it as his due. It, well, yes, because Sergey's mm-hmm. just like that. And that brings us to the moment where I say, Hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode number 285. Uh, we have. And Tierlin Williams coming back as a guest. Uh, first Yay, appearance for, hasn't been on here for like three years. So we've been meaning to do a little bit of a catch-up. It turned out to be a little longer than we thought it would be, but we got to it. Um, yeah, and it was it was a lot of fun catching up and talking to Tierlin when, you know, because I mean most of our communication, other than saying waving to each other, saying hi. You know, on our way past each other at Anthrocon this past year has been exchanging Pokemon Go gifts. (laughs) And to the person who sent me your Pokemon Go friend code, I hope, I believe you have accepted the friend request, so we're good. Um, that is no longer sitting in my inbox. (laughs) So thank you for that. Um, otherwise, this week, I've been, I've been working on, like backlog things for work mm-hmm. like the the te- some technical debt things while we sort out the big project that's in a holding pattern because well because it's in a holding pattern I mean I have no other way to state it it's in one of those decisions need to be made I can't make the decisions so I am on hold until someone makes decisions and I move. You know, and we can move forward in some direction. So I'm okay with that. Yep. Yeah. Um, Which means I can pay attention to other things for a little while, and it's kind of nice. Solve some different problems, which is kind of nice. I've been tweaking my uh, obsidian setup um, because that's the one that seems to just consistently work for me. So I'm consistently, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, to use it effectively. Um, and, you know, more more better, for lack of a better <laughs> term. <laughs> um, for a lot of personal tra- task tracking, I now have a magnetic sheet attached to my window where I will see it with, uh, with some movers, with my movers erase, erase on it my mover erases I don't know how, how' I don't know how how these become plural um which are little tiny magnetic whiteboards okay, yeah, I um,
1: was just wondering what the heck you were talking about but... yeah i
0: have i also have some uh pat board components coming in that are made to stick to windows instead of having to put up a magnet that blocks the view they i can like put a canban canban lines just like. Lanes right there in my field of view, but I can still see the chickens past them. <laughs> so it's it's sort of a constant reminder without having to worry about, um, you know, not being able to see the chickens, which is the primary reason now why I have the desk next to the window. Every so often, I think maybe I should move some things around and and put this desk up against the one wall, and I'm like, but then I can't just turn to my right and see chickens. I.
1: Look, it's
0: sometimes
1: a view is worth the inconvenience.
0: Yeah, and uh, since I've been putting out um, extra, basically dumping some scratch into the little bird feeders I have just outside the window as well, I've been seeing, you know, a lot of the local overwintering residents coming by, which is also kind of nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So, really, that's that's about it for me, other than um, still working on... MagFest after-action stuff, because it's a lot. And a coloring book app on my iPad that just lets me sort of zone out and put colors in squares and make pretty pictures. There's just a distinct lack of chickens. Yes, it needs more chicken content. Yeah, no, like, there's a whole Disney section, and in that Disney section there are, I believe, a whopping three Moana... um, pictures and only two of those no there are four and two of those have hey hey in it and the rest do not
1: and for non-famous chickens not uh, yeah not
0: not much at all yeah so but you know the the i think i've got one that's a knight and a unicorn i'm going to probably do later tonight now that i've finished a chicken although there's a zootopia one i want to finish first <laughs> come on. It's sweet. <laughs> so you had a good day writing.
1: I've actually had a really good week writing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I uh, I had an idea on Saturday. Okay. Actually, I think I'm, I had an idea like last week or something. I don't know. I wrote <laughs> it down. And then Saturday, I wound up adding like another 3,000 words. But Then I took Sunday off because I'm like, nope, nope, gonna be good, take a day off.
0: Be good, take a day off, yeah, yeah.
1: And then, uh, but yeah, I know, I'm at like 6,000 words for the week. I've just been, you know, every day knocking out uh, more than I need to.
0: Making progress, yeah. And
1: uh, I'm even more or less up to date on the thing that's, the novel that's due in June that I really need to do, like, 500 words a uh, day on, or the system will collapse. Right, right. And uh, today I managed to put like 2,000 or 2,300 words on um, the next oh, nice. Paladin book. So that was nice.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's really good.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's good. My I, I get notes from my editors, and uh, the, the one thing is that, crap, I have to edit this novella by like February 17th, which cuts into the writing time because editing is different from writing, and you don't really make word count. You just pray for the sweet release of death. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but it's good. The the only real annoyance I'm having is that uh, we're we're still tweaking my meds, and yeah, one of the side effects of Wellbutrin is whenever you go up, you start getting anxiety. So, uh, briefly, it's supposed to be a temporary effect, that you get anxiety. And so, like, around 4 o'clock every day, I am hit with crushing dread. And it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, It's starting to lessen, and I hope that's a sign that this is a temporary side effect and not a, you know, you just don't need to be at this level of of med, because that would be annoying. But uh,
0: Yes, that would be annoying.
1: But... But yes, the, the med rejiggering seems to have worked with the increase. I'm and I don't know if that's why I'm averaging much higher word counts for like the past couple of weeks or what, because I've been doing really well. Um but who knows? Who knows? So yeah, it's it's good. I I I work, I make the words, my editor likes the words.
0: And um, you're uh you 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 have a an appointment with the eye doctor tomorrow to see if they can fix your glasses
1: yes, I'm gonna be like, okay, so we got to talk about this astigmatism correction because I am getting seasick yes and cannot wear these glasses at all yeah. and I will see if they can also do something in a more maybe a computer glasses because yes. I can just buy basic reading glasses but no, I...
0: computer glasses would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: But yeah, that's it's it's the life is not that interesting um, when it's going well kind of thing.
0: Uh, yeah, I was looking at, at schedules and things and thinking, you know, of the trips I've got coming up, we've got coming up. Kind of excited that we're going to take a real vacation, not... Not a high adventure thing like Tibet or Botswana, not a, you know, not a working vacation where we're going so you can appear at a con or something, just a vacation vacation. And I'm yes very happy with that. Absolutely. Yes.
1: It is It is my mom's uh, 70, 70, 75. Well, I'm 45. She's 25 years older than me, so this must be for her 70th. Yeah, uh, she has never been to Hawaii, so uh, my cousin and I have have chipped in to get to take her to Hawaii basically. And uh, fortunately, February is a fairly good time for that, it's uh, it's not like, ruinously expensive. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. except in so much as everything in Hawaii is ruinously expensive. So, yeah, we've spent months planning this, or rather my cousin, thank God, has spent months planning this, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, just tell me when you need my credit card number right. because uh, <laughs> I'm not following any of this.
0: And it it, it all seems to be working out. I'm. Uh, it, it will be, be a big estate. We will have if not separate quarters, at least quarters on the opposite end of, you know, the building from everyone else kind of deal. It's...
1: I wanted the one with the best view of birds.
0: Yes, we will have the one with the best view of birds. And, you know, if we need to retreat and hide, we can be, you know, because we will have plenty of, of space, I guess, to be able to do that. Um, and
1: my my family uh, doesn't suck. No, I mean they're it's it's. I like them all uh, <laughs> for the most part. Occasionally, yes, it's like if I want to retreat, it's more introvert than because I'm tired yeah. of all you people. Um,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And also, it's you know, and, oh, yeah. I mean, you'll they'll love you.
0: I so. mean. Uh, the two I know already love me, so that's, I hope I, so that's fine. Well, my mother loves you. Yes. And uh, we'll make the rest work. You're very lovable. Okay. Anyway, I have an interview.
1: Also, I should point oh. out that today yeah. happens to be the, uh, what is it, the 15th anniversary yes. of the one night stand that was supposed to be just a one night stand. And, uh, well, it's been 15 years, so. Somebody worked out that was the 5,000th and something nightstand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 someone said, you know, that's, uh, that, that, that's a lot of nights. And I'm like, I just hydrate. (laughs) Hydration is key here. So
1: I, I would do it all again.
0: Absolutely.
1: I, in fact, hope to do it all again, preferably at least twice more before eventually dying.
0: Yes. No, that, that's, that's great. That's the plan, anyway. So hey, so you have an interview. Interview Tierlin Ann Williams, um, who is a great friend and an amazing artist, and owns a, a musical repair shop in Eastern Pennsylvania, and took up writing over the pandemic, and completed a massive bit of f- fanfic that Woo. you can read online. Uh, even now, and there will be, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the interview, which is coming up right after this. Hi, folks. I am really excited. Uh, Tierlin is back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anne is back. Tierlin is back. We haven't talked in at least officially on the show in how long? Three years. Three 2019. Years. 2019. Yep. Okay. So, and you said there were a bunch of stuff. We've sort of seen each other in passing at like different events or online, but we haven't had a real, you know, sit down catch up. Um, and we did some of the social stuff beforehand, uh, so the people at home, you don't get to hear about that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, for the people who've missed your prior episode, and I'll make a note to link to it, um, can you introduce yourself and tell us about what you do?
2: Well, hello. My name is Ann Williams. I'm also known as Tierlin. And in real life, I am a band instrument repair technician, and I own my own shop in northeastern Pennsylvania. Uh, On the side, in my quote-unquote spare time, I make fluffy things and sculptures and uh, engage in way too many hobbies.
0: Yeah. And uh, last time you were here in person, you gifted us uh, with a Reverend Mord Monitar.
2: Monitar.
0: A a Monitar, a, a fluffy and handcrafted, um
2: Art doll, essentially.
0: Yeah, art doll that hangs on the back of your monitor and looks at you. And it has been looking at me every day since. Yeah. It lives in my office. So, yes. Um Keeping a watch over me, I don't know if that's keeping me safe or if that's, you know, or if it's planning something malevolent. It's Reverend Mord, so mostly keeping me things, keeping me safe, I suppose. Um So you said so it's been 3 years and you said there were big changes in 2020 everybody had big changes big in 2020 change. but um what do you what, where where do we begin oh boy <laughs>
2: uh, well 2020 we had this little pandemic thing that happened and yep. this i had been in business for just over two years at that point and i was establishing a reputation i was establishing some uh, regular clients and getting myself out to some of the schools doing school visits doing school repairs occasionally but still kind of just limping along and then 2020 happened and the governor ordered a shelter in place order and um that was not very good for my business because i had nothing to do so i had to Uh, I did make a lot of fluffy stuff in that time because I'm like, well, if I can't work on instruments because I don't have any, I might as well make art and try and sell that. So Mm -hmm. instead of going to work, I would go downstairs during my normal working hours and make art dolls and sculptures. However, the good news is I had previously contacted an old college buddy of mine who worked for a I I don't want to use the word rival Music store, but another music (laughs) store in the area. Because with Bandits Repair, we don't really call each other rivals. We're all colleagues. Yes. Um, And he had had kind of floated the idea of, hey, do you want to help us with some repairs? And I had indicated my interest. Mm -hmm. And he called me and he said, hey, uh, with the pandemic happening and everyone closing, everyone has returned all of their rental instruments at once. Would you like to help us with the turnaround? Which is basically cleaning them, fixing them, getting them up for re-rental. I said, bring it on. (laughs) And the first batch was a hundred flutes. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> which was wonderful for me because yes, I had to quote unquote shelter in place, but I could always walk over to my shop because I live within walking distance right. and not have the open sign open, but I could work on these flutes. And then he sent saxophones and then he would send, uh, basically they, they just start, started sending me their entire rental fleet for the, entire area of northeastern pennsylvania and southern tier new york wow Um, and they pretty much almost single-handedly saved my business wow because otherwise i mean i was seriously debating having to close my doors and as i i couldn't afford to pay the rent and the utilities Mm -hmm. without any money coming in so yeah they've been wonderful um yeah good old good old college buddies uh, Oh yeah. that was the benefit of moving back to my hometown is all the people. Well, not all, but a lot of the people who are my college classmates are now the band directors. And, you know, like Bill is at, at, at the, the other music store. Right. So that, that was the first big thing that happened. Um, and then (laughs) I, uh, like I told you earlier, I upgraded my computer and started playing, uh, other games, including one little game called fallout four, uh, and that's, this is more hobby. This is not business. Uh, right. um, and fell in love with the game. The reason I started playing it is because I was a big, uh, critical role fan and a big Matt Mercer fan. And I thought mm-hmm. it would be great to have his character that he voices and fall up for and, and give Matt Mercer commands and have him follow me all over the Commonwealth. What I didn't realize. <laughs> was... <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. But what I didn't realize is I was going to absolutely fall in love with the character, which woke my writing muse aha and uh i wrote a couple of short stories and then a friend of mine said hey Nano Rimo is coming up mm-hmm. why don't you write a story because you're you know now that you're writing again why don't you write a story for Nano nanowrimo i said okay because i don't have rehearsals uh, a lot of the schools were still out right. for virtual learning so i was still doing the backlog of Rental returns, but I wasn't really picking up too much new stuff. I said, "Sure, let me do Nano and I did Nano twenty twenty, and uh, hit fifty thousand words shortly before the end of the month. And the okay. story wasn't the story was not done. The story took me until October of twenty twenty one to finish, and it's about one hundred ninety four thousand words.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's complete. It's published. It's surprisingly popular i don't know how ursula does it because my writing news immediately said okay i'm done and has gone back into hiding <laughs> until i can wake uh, her up again
0: um so you have self-published a book
2: yeah if you want to call it that uh it's on fanfic.net it's on wattpad it's on a, a an archive of our own it's on deviant art it's called fallout for a r it's 85 chapters like i said ursula has been a big inspiration uh it was because of uh wizard's guide to defensive baking that i wrote it in first person and Mm -hmm. it was because of her i remember her at one of the clinics that she did where she said oh my chapters are very short that i kept the chapters very short for the most part right so they're between maybe 1200 and i think my longest chapter is 3400 words so it's not that big. I do need to go back and edit it and do an adverb ectomy at some point in time.
0: That's a thing that happens. It's a thing that happens. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'll be honest. uh, I think part of her trick is ADHD and she has, you know, three stories kind of cooking all at once in her head. It's just which one is she putting words into right now. Yeah. Uh, Which has been a little bit of a slowdown the last month. as She's been last month has it been a whole month uh getting close i guess since she turned in her last official book um and she's been taking time off like a responsible person while she well she changes her med- med-, med med dosage yes um very so, important yes very very important yes um,
2: i've had to up my anti-anxiety meds
0: well <sighs> yeah, yeah there's, there's- Happens to everybody. Yeah,
2: Yeah, well, when I reported to my doctor that I was having anxiety dreams that were almost nightmares three or four times a week, she's like, yeah, why don't we double your dose? That's okay. There you go. It's been better now. (laughs) So uh, that was, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, I have the word website written here, and I don't know why. (laughs) <laughs> anyway um and then so oh yeah I, I well i did start my own website i i started putting the fluffy things on my griffin wins website uh not so much right now because i don't have anything left um but oh yeah i stopped doing etsy um and i've kind of gone on to griffin wins which is started my website uh, to let people know this is what I do. And then I have like the, the used instruments for sale that I uh, pick up at yard sales and flea markets and stuff. I fix them up and put them up for sale so people can see, Hey, you know, do you have a saxophone? Yes, I do. It's right here. It's this much. And they can purchase it online if they wanted to. It was a way right. also for people to contact me if they had instrument drop-offs because I had to be very, very careful about, um, covid procedures with musical instruments
0: oh yeah yeah um, especially if you're dealing with with wind instruments there's a whole infectious vector there yes yes
2: yes fortunately brass apparently is naturally i don't remember the word but it like naturally kills viruses on its surface uh it's, just a the copper the copper tends yeah. to kill it yeah uh but at the same time, uh, we I, we have uh, several discussion groups um, mm-hmm. for repair technicians, and there's one where there, there's a person who makes a study out of uh, out of um, um, infection control. Okay. So we you know had discussions about quarantining the instruments and how to clean them and everything, and the ultrasonic was actually pretty good. But I also added some other. Uh, things to it and then i would let people know yes your repair is going to take longer because i need to quarantine it before and after
0: yes to make sure that one you don't catch anything and two they don't they catch don't anything catch anything yeah
2: yeah i mean i do clean the instrument i play test everything and i do wipe them down and um, use a just dis- a cleaning solution you can't call it a disinfectant that's a specific medical terminology but i do yes. clean them after I play test them and then you kind to let them sit. Uh, so with, uh, my partner, uh, mm-hmm. partner store, uh, their name is Robert M. Sides. They're, they're great. Um, uh, they have been keeping me extremely busy, which is wonderful. After <clears throat> I took a look at it today, I'm well over a thousand repairs since to- mid 2020. Wow. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Then they started sending me the school repairs because they said, "Hey, uh, our technicians are overloaded, and we have repairs from the you know for schools that we need to get done relatively quickly. Would you like mm-hmm. to do those?" I said, "Bring it on."
0: <laughs> That's so right.
2: I just got my December batch done today, uh, mm-hmm. which was I think 33, which isn't okay. too bad. But they're going to be a lot more involved than in the rental returns because these are instruments that have been. Very heavily and used and very well loved at the schools. And sometimes they only get looked at every few years. So I had some that were complete repads and it's just, it takes longer, but I get them back into the best working condition I can send them back. Yep. Everybody's happy.
0: Everybody's happy.
2: That's beautiful. So the repairs have been up and the art has been down, but that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. Cause I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it balances out, right? So it's, it's much more of a, uh, if you're able to do art when you feel like doing art and that's a revenue stream bonus. And if you have lots of instruments to do, that's a revenue stream. Great. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah.
2: I've been going in early almost every single day. Mm -hmm. I've done a couple of weekends, which I don't like to do, but I do, you know, because sometimes you just need to get the stuff done.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, That's, that's absolutely wonderful and i've kept some of my regular clients which is really really nice but the partnership and then the third thing is the store i used to work at yep closed at the oh, end no. of. yeah well, no no this 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 is an interesting story because the owner decided to retire and ah. she said uh, yeah she said oh okay i'm I'm gonna retire i, I don't want to do this anymore and uh was selling everything off and she contact called me out, up and said hey robertson's is closing.'" are you interested in any of the tools? I said, yes, when can I be there?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we made uh, an appointment. I think that was 2020. We made an appointment and drove down there and loaded up the car. Actually two separate trips. The first one was wow. helping her sell the, her ultrasonic cleanser mm-hmm. and loading up my car to the point where I thought the springs were going to uh, collapse because it was all the big heavy tools. Um, she was very, very generous in, in letting me do this. And then, um, there were some that I had set aside because there was someone else who was interested who decided they didn't really want them, which was most of the woodwind stuff. Oh. And then, you know, I could talk to her and she said, Well, this other person isn't really interested. Are you interested? I said, When can I be down there? <laughs> <laughs> so we made another trip, <laughs> filled up the car a second time. And then she sent me her entire boneyard oh. as a thank you. So that is fabulous. So I am now kitted out with almost uh, as many tools as was around for a three person repair shop so
0: tools. that that also would expand your capabilities right yes because there were things obviously you couldn't do because you didn't have the tools because they were too big and too expensive and now you have the tools and yes i do <laughs> and it you was, have it was the a boneyard, b- which means you have the parts
2: I have the parts. I have the parts. Yes. Yes, and and uh, Sheila was extremely gracious and and very very generous. I mean, it was a big whack at the time to my uh my financial station at at the shop. Yeah, yeah. But it was totally worth it. And you know, I've I've told her on a couple of occasions pretty much every single day I use one of the tools that I picked up from you guys. Yeah. And it was so and it was like tools I I knew how to use cuz I used them at Robertson's, which was amazing. So, uh, and then this year things started opening up and, um, <laughs> this, this might be a trigger warning. Um, my landlord, uh, unfortunately passed away over the summer.
0: Oh dear. Yes.
2: So that means the little convenience store that is in uh, red barn village is actually a little collection of buildings that had mm-hmm. a bed and breakfast and a mini golf and, and a convenience store and a BMX track apartments and, and my shop in there. So. Um, he passed away and everything is just kind of closed. So I'm the yeah. only, I'm the only uh, business in there right now. The store is closed. The bed and breakfast is closed. The mini golf has been closed since we had the tornado that went through in 2019. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the BMX is open, but it's seasonal. So they're closed. Yeah. The, they There's closed for the season. So it's like the place is for sale. Oh, And, um, if someone comes and buys it, I do not know what will happen to me. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a little, 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 yeah. Um, So,
0: yeah. yeah. And then if that happens, then you have to, you know, you may have to move everything after finding a new shop and yeah.
2: Or, you know, that's the worst case scenario. Second worst case scenario is the new owners come in and say, okay, you can stay, but we're going to triple your rent. And yeah. Yeah. That would be a little bit because I've only been able to start paying myself since last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In
2: three years, I started giving myself a semi-regular paycheck. That's. And then this year.
0: Still. Yeah. Really big. Yeah.
2: This this year, I was able to pay myself every week except for two. And that's pretty good. So I've been, you know, it's, it's really, really nice that I'm making that, you know, able to actually Mm -hmm. pay myself a regular, regular paycheck. (laughs)
0: yeah uh, one of the the things with like trying to freelance or whatever is yeah it's feast and famine yes um, especially in my business and so you know or if you're a professional author uh, (laughs) one of the things you know one of the things people don't think about is you get uh, I remember I okay let me let me put this in context when Ursula was doing school visits they were like well how much do you make from the book and she's like well they they paid me $35,000 to write the book and everybody's like oh $35,000 like you know these are third and fourth graders and she's like that sounds like a lot but let me explain to you that this has to last until I get another until I sell another book and that may be 2 years that may be 1 year that may be you know and I have to pay for my own rent I have to pay you know and and going down the list and she's like it really isn't as much money as you think it is um you know, exactly. not everybody gets the John Scalzi deal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, and Ursula is very, very prolific as well. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I get paid after the fact um, mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, the walking customers. That's by my insistence. A lot of people have asked, "Do you want me to pay up front?" No, no, no. Because you know, uh, my mm-hmm. thing is, you pay when you're satisfied. Yeah. And I'll work with you until you're satisfied you have any problems, but um, and then some of the school districts are less than prompt about paying most of them are pretty good,
0: yeah, that's <laughs> um, government record, payment and budgets, and yeah,
2: yes, my record is two years from one school district to two two years to get paid,
0: yeah, oh. so, eh, so
2: <coughs> I'm used to government stuff, you know yeah I <laughs> used to work in the government, so yeah, yes. So that is basically Mm -hmm. all of the big updates Um, is is, is, that's a lot in three years. That's a lot. Yeah.
0: So (laughs) uh, have your organizational systems and habits had to change because of this? Yes.
2: Okay. Um I still use the big desk calendar. I actually need to go buy one. I still use a big desk calendar, at least write down when certain repairs came in and when they went out. Mm-hmm. I have been relying very heavily on spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Open office spreadsheets. And my uh collection of notebooks has grown. I, I grabbed this one as I was walking out the door. This is the this is the one that I used for <laughs> my partners. So it's basically um what mm-hmm. the instrument was, what parts I used, and then the time, because yes. that's part of the deal with these guys is uh unlike other businesses that I will not mention, i'm not paid by the piece I'm paid by how long it takes me.
0: Oh, harsh. but I
2: do try to give very good value for my money, so I sit there with a stopwatch and I will click yep. it when I start and click it when I stop, so they are getting you know the time that I'm spending on repairing the instrument. Yeah. and this this notebook is pretty much filled. I, time for, I just time finish. for a new one, yeah. It's time for a new one. I have five pages left.
0: So, that is and and which one is that? Because I know somebody will ask what notebook is that?
2: Oh, uh, it just it it says PP color cover spiral notebook four inches by five and a half inches, 180 sheets, distributed by big lots. So this is like a dollar fifty. I bought like <laughs> six of them at once. So it's just an El Cheapo notebook because that's all it is, is, you know, I spill things on it. Um, it yeah. gets stuck on everything. It's just a record of what I worked on. And then I, I you know, at the time, mm-hmm. because I'm never going to remember after 25 flutes, wait, which, which pads did I use and which, yep. which one's got head corks. But at the end of the day, I'll input this into a spreadsheet. And then once a week I do a drop off and pick up. Although lately it's just been drop offs. Um, and and then wow. I will send them the spreadsheet of, this is what you guys have. This is what you owe me. This is what I did. Here are the parts that I used. And if I pick anything up, I'll send them a separate piece of paper that says, this is what I've picked up. So we have a, an ongoing uh, keeping track of what I have versus what they have.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's... Uh... That sort of control is important because you don't want them to go, what happened to X, and not be able to find it and then think you have it, but you don't have it. Maybe someone else has it, or maybe it walked off, but nobody knows. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's actually happened a couple of times where they've emailed me or called me and said, do you have X, Y, Z? And I'll look and say, yes, I do, or no, I don't. And we always find it. Yeah. Uh, Every once in a while lately, I've I've asked them uh, very nicely to, can you send me a list uh, by serial number? of what I have. And mm-hmm. when I was doing the rental returns, I was actually going through and crossing that off
0: mm-hmm.
2: on top of um, this, you know, writing in my notebook. So I had an idea of this is what you think I have versus this is what I actually have. If you yeah. think I have 45 saxophones and I have 33, we have a little bit of a, problem. <laughs> a little, 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 yeah, little problem there. little problem. Little problem. There. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but they've been very, very good. And uh, yeah, I'm, They, they trust me and Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's stupid to risk my entire career over one instrument. So I am not going to steal an instrument from you guys. It's not going to happen. I am much happier fixing them up and saying the back.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. So So.
2: yeah, but that's what's been going on.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, so now you, you've implemented, you had a writing habit you've let that lapse.
2: For now, I have now, mm-hmm. story ideas. I have a prequel and a sequel for Fallout 4 AR in my head. <laughs> I just have to sit down and write it. I've had some ideas for because Nano is really good about prompts and some mm-hmm. of the prompts have kind of stuck in my head a little bit, but it's just sitting down and writing.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
2: I need to carve out time to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's fine. You know, it's 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 not your job. No. Right it's, it's not hobby. your job it's it's yeah it's not like Ursula who has basically a time set aside every day where she goes out to deal with the business of writing or the writing of business as the case may be um god I'm sorry I I just I've been reading the uh, Southern Reach trilogy by Jeff VanderMeer mm-hmm. and I'm on the the second book Authority which is set in their government offices oh, and I swear it's like, I, I want to, I want to call up Jeff and say, did you work in government? Because this feels so government, it hurts. It so hurts.
2: Yes. I've gotten a couple of comments on mine because it's, it's basically me being transported into the fallout universe, which is, you know, perfect for being in first person uh and they're like wow you really did that it's like yeah all the stories that i tell in that in that novel are true that's stuff that's really happened to me (laughs) Um, but i have a very heightened appreciation for what ursula does i'm actually rereading her stuff right now i'm finishing up uh the the wonder engine right now
0: oh yes yes
2: i've already reread all three of her paladin books and uh, waiting for the next one i'm so excited
0: yeah that's the one she's sort of doodling on right now now that (laughs) She has fulfilled her obligations for Tor, the current obligations for Tor and Nightfire. Oh my God, wait until you get to read these next three books. Oh Oh my God. I love Um, her writing. Yeah. Um, A House with Good Bones was... Wow. Um, I don't know what the title of of the Goose Girl book is because it's a loose retelling of, of the Goose Girl myth, but that's the one that had me yelling loudly at one particular scene, what the actual fuck. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, and then I haven't read it yet, but there is a sequel to uh, What Moves the Dead.
2: Right. Which I need to read those. Those are horror and it's not really yeah. my genre. But I mean, hell, her her romances are very funny because I've actually read yeah. recently actual romance novels by another author who's a friend of mine who lives in North Carolina, but it's not Ursula. So, ah, it's, okay. Yeah. It's really where her name's Mel. Uh, well, her pen name is, and it just escaped me. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's mo- their motorcycle, uh, motorcycle uh, club. Okay. romance novels and they were fantastic and then i was like okay well now i actually have to read ursula's again because ursula's had zombies and uh, uh, ninja uh, ninja yeah. accountants and
0: yeah <laughs> someday she will be able to to write the 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 butlers versus druids oh god regency that she keeps threatening but no one's bought it yet so um, it's so Emil hey.
2: Nystrom, I remember that now. That's that's the name of the author, and my music box is just
0: possessed, it just started yeah. playing. I'll uh, I'll link to those. And hey, yeah. another local NC author, we'll see. And she's
2: an abandoned repair technician, which is how I know her.
0: Ah. <laughs>
2: She this it's funny cuz she was like I'm taking a week off from repairing so I can t- put on my author hat. That's like, oh, I know two authors in North Carolina, but she writes yeah, the, the romances are very very good. Uh, uh, I I no, never I'm, called myself a romance reader, but I really enjoyed them.
0: All all we need now for the near trifecta is if uh if she or her partner keeps chickens. So
2: I do not know I could ask her. <laughs> I could ask her she probably does do something like that. Yeah, yeah. she's she's great. Uh, no. yeah. She's yeah. Yeah, I would definitely recommend her books. Um I have no idea where we are on topics at this
0: point. So we we had just uh um uh you'd been tracking inventory um Yes. Yes, you do the spreadsheet at the end of the day, you do the drop off and the pickup. Yes. You're using a Dirt cheap notebook, nothing wrong with dirt cheap notebooks. Um, any other tools or habits or systems that you have that are new or that you kind do of? now? Kind of? Okay.
2: Kind of. Um, well, very quickly at home, what I've done is I've gotten some binders with uh, the the sheet protectors and all of my patterns for the dolls ah. because I, I had to make the patterns myself and I don't want to lose them. Yes. So they're all in they're all in binders. All the recipes that I've picked up are in binders. Um all of my reference photos for sculptures. When I print them out, I put them in a binder. So that's been working Mm -hmm. out very well. And then at work, um, one of the most beautiful, glorious things is after I left Robertsons, they had to hire a couple of other repair techs. That's not glorious Mm -hmm. on its own, but the most recent repair tech they had before they closed the shop uh was an organizational freak. In a good good way. So when I went down and purchased pretty much everything, you know, everything except for what was literally bolted to the floor, uh, this gentleman had gone through and organized everything, all of the, all of like all of the pivot screws, all the stuff that I wouldn't really organize. And it takes forever, but like all the pivot screws were labeled by brand by instrument, by brand. Um, oh. like all the key pearls were lab- labeled by size. A bunch of the different brass parts were labeled. All of the, all of the, um, case hinges were labeled and organized and put into separate drawers. And it was like, I don't know who you are, sir, but bless you because that has been amazing. And I've been trying to do that myself with my own stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I did start keeping an inventory of pads through square which has kind of lapsed because i've been so busy but at least it gives me an idea of when i get close to having to reorder right so i can say hey square let me know when i'm down to 10 of this pad or five of this pad Mm -hmm. um and then i can start reordering because right now because of the pandemic and the shipping issues sometimes it takes a long time to get stuff in right now
0: yeah yeah and and by pads you mean the the valve pads
2: Oh, no, for woodwinds, like saxophone woodwinds. pads, clarinet right. yeah, pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 sorry, for, for, for brass instruments don't use pads. I'm sorry. Right,
0: right, 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 right. right. Yeah.
2: But yeah, I, I've been trying to do that. But, oh, yeah. Seeing all these beautifully, neatly laid uh, labeled uh-huh. drawers, and I was able to just take off the wall and throw in the cards. like, we are not moving these. We are not touching them. We're not dumping them out. They're beautiful.
0: Yes, we're just going to put them here and refill them with what they say they are. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes.
2: When I get around to it, yeah. it's been it's been so amazing. Um, I mm-hmm. have been so blessed. I have to say that.
0: Yeah, that's just inheriting somebody else's good system that you can reuse, and you don't have to change for yourself is yes. amazing when it happens. Oh, yes. You know, when and it's inherit- a working system
2: oh yeah Yeah. well having everything labeled by by brand is beautiful because i have an artly Mm -hmm. clarinet it needs a pivot screw oh oh, there's a drawer with the artly pivot screws there we go and it saves me so much time
0: yeah because of course all the different brands use slightly different screws and there's no universal pivot screw
2: that makes sense yeah yeah (laughs) there's one called a nylock screw which is it will fit most of them, but it doesn't, it, they don't have the head on them. So it will be very blatantly obvious that it is a different pivot screw. Right. It, it, it is the, I put it in here because it's the only thing that will fit.
0: <laughs> right. Or so. the only thing that is available that will fit. Yes. Yes. Yep.
2: <laughs> Still having to do that occasionally, but. Oh no.
0: yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. especially, you know, so like schools, the instruments at schools, we, we. They they get loved, they get refreshed, but they don't get replaced very often. And no. so, you know, uh, and finding parts for things that maybe the manufacturer doesn't make that model anymore. Maybe the manufacturer doesn't exist anymore. You know, it's a problem. Um, it is. Uh, I have it with uh, with certain, you know, computer refurbishments or, oh dear God, car parts with... Mm-hmm you know, cars I have owned where it's like, yeah, um, this is, oh, I owned an RX seven. I loved my RX seven. I had to buy a dead RX seven of the same year in order to get parts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. So,
2: so having a boneyard mm -hmm. where I had to go ask my uh, now deceased, uh, you know, landlord, Hey, the other half of the building is just being used for storage. Can I throw all these Instruments in there because it was, it was literally like these giant like laundry, uh, you know, the, yeah, like yeah. the industrials. Uh, there were three of them.
0: Holy cow! Yeah, the,
2: because the guys who bought the ultrasonic cleanser as a you know as a favor brought up those three great big crates of of boneyard instruments and instruments that they hadn't fixed up for sale, pre for sale instruments and everything, and just wheeled them in the other side of the of the building for me, and I've been slowly going through them, so. Yeah. It's amazing. I
0: I, I actually look forward to the things that are beyond repair. Oh, yes. Because that's how we get things like the, um, I think it's a duck that's on our wall made out of a flute bird. Yeah. Or the, uh, alas, it did not survive the weather trumpet bird or. um, Yeah. (laughs) You know.
2: I will re-solder that together for you if you'd like. It's just, I would have to somehow either you'd have to come up and get it or I'd have to bring it down or something. But if you send me the parts, I'll... I'll Well,
0: that's part of the problem now is finding all the parts. Oh, well. I have lots
2: of trombones in the back. (laughs) (laughs) And none of the slides are with any, of the, uh, any oh. of the bodies. Yeah. I mean, I have a pile of five Yamahas. I have them in a row of this is yeah. the, the closest to being repairable to this one got squished. <laughs> 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 the slides are all in a and, and the, the same gentleman labeled every single one of them with, as to what oh. brand it was. At least the bodies, if not the slides.
0: Wow. That's still
2: I know it's amazing Amazing, yeah yeah I'm um, just whoever Mm -hmm. whoever you are sir you are a gem amongst repair technicians
0: if you if you happen to be listening please write in so that we can (laughs) send you uh you know I don't know stickers or a bouquet of flowers I I don't even know (laughs) (laughs) so amazing um with all that going on and with all this great stuff happening and i mean so it's been busy and keeping you busy very Um, yes yeah um has anything changed with regards to like the advice you would give somebody or the (laughs) advice have you been given any new good advice in the last three years
2: a, li- a little bit. Um, I okay. actually had to go li- the other day, go back and listen to my episode to make sure I didn't repeat myself. <laughs> and golly, I am boring, man. I don't know why anyone would listen to this pod- <laughs> To listen to me. I mean, I love your podcast, but I'm boring as hell.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine how I feel about you know myself here.
2: So um, I have one piece of advice that was given to me many years ago that I, I need, and then I have two pieces to, to give to other people. But the mm-hmm. one that was given to me was If you don't, if you don't have the time to do it right, or if you don't, you know, don't take the time to do it right the first time, you'll never find the time to do it over. And that was from my old repair school Mm -hmm. teacher, because it was like, take a little bit of extra time to make sure everything's right, or you're just going to have to go back and do it over. If you're too busy to do it right the first time, you'll never find Mm -hmm. time to do it over. And I thought that was great. It kind of reminds me to slow down sometimes and just double check. Yeah. Because it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of the
0: customer's time. It's a waste of the musician's time. And literally, in your case, time is money. You don't get it done. You don't do it right. You don't get paid.
2: Yeah. Well, I might get paid, but then I'll have the customer write back again saying, hey, Mm -hmm. this isn't working right. And, you know, that's, I stand behind my work. I miss things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've, yeah. I'm, I've had people come back and say, hey, I dropped it. Or this isn't why I had one gentleman who bought a soprano sax and came back a couple of times just so I could set it up for him. He was a pro player. So that oh, nice. was, uh, yeah, that was key heights and a feel thing as opposed to a, mm-hmm. it's not right. It was right. It just, he wanted it tweaked for his specific specifications yeah and i'm perfectly happy to do that so. and
0: if you're a professional that that sort of thing matters
2: oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. so he was very happy but you know it's, it was extra time and i'm perfectly happy to do it but i'd rather do it right the first time
0: yeah no fair enough fair enough
2: uh the two pieces of advice mm-hmm. i would give is one thing i've discovered especially in the last year um as my brain starts deep braining yeah um reset between your jobs, uh, like I need, I find I need to do that, uh, where I get done with the repair. And even if it's the same instrument, like if I'm doing a run of flutes or something, I still take a moment after I'm Mm -hmm. done to reset my brain and I'm putting all the tools back. Like I hang the, the screwdrivers back up. I put the scissors back up. I put the, 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 the lubricants back up, everything back where it was, because otherwise I'm going to wind up going, shoot, where did I put, where did I put that pad cup? lever where did i put you know so if i put everything back where it goes then the next flute a the desk is clean and b i know where everything is yeah
0: (laughs) i mean that goes with my my clean as you go cooking philosophy where Mm -hmm. you know if i have as before i start i clean because i have this mental thing where i cannot cook if my sink if i don't have sink space mm-hmm. so you know that all happens and then but as i go things go into the sink and then in between when i'm like waiting for something to simmer or i'm waiting for something to bake or whatever i'll i'll process whatever's there in the dishes so that it's done and it's not just building up for the end of the night right um, same sort of thing I'm, I'm constantly in a way resetting my kitchen Putting away the spices because yes, I used, you know, three things in the, in the chili. And if I don't put them back where the spices go, I'll probably just forget, leave them on the counter. And the next thing I know, the dog is complaining because the dog just ate a whole thing of cumin because the dog's oh, an no. idiot. <laughs>
2: Summer is a cumin seed.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um Yes, Lacey. I'm talking about oh, you. Is
2: there a Lacey? Oh. She's
0: unconscious oh, in her girl. bed in my office. Um, of course. And, and when we're done, we will go upstairs and she will sleep on. We have a we inherited, as it were, a, a reclining love seat, Ooh. Uh, one of the fancy ones that's the big padded with the center console thing. And one seat is hers and one seat is mine. So. Nice. <laughs>
2: Very nice. Well, we have the pluffle now, so... Uh... Yes.
0: <laughs> we will... I will link... Now I have an excuse to link to the pluffle. The yeah. dog bed for humans, yeah. Dog bed so... for
2: humans is amazing. Save up. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the third piece of advice is just mm-hmm. essentially for repair techs, because I've been doing a run of flutes. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, glue your shims. Please glue your shims. Please, please, please for the love of God, <laughs> glue your shims. I will explain that. Uh, I am love... <laughs> Unlike other uh, woodwinds, uh, the flute pads are not glued in um, mm-hmm. for, for clarinets, for saxophones, for bassoons, oboes. You uh, put it in like a little a little like um, puddle, I guess, of glue, of, right. of heat-activated glue or, or shellac. Mm-hmm. And then you float the pad. You kind of manipulate it until it covers the tone hole. Flutes do not do that. Flutes, uh, especially with the open-hole flutes, um, they're held in by a pad screw and a washer. So what you have to do is if you have a leak, you write it down or mark it down somehow that this is where the leak is. You take the pad out and you take a piece of paper or Mm -hmm. a piece of of plastic. And they're industry specific. Like I have three three boxes of flute shims right now of one, one, oh, was it half? Half a ten thousandths, or half half a yeah, half a ten thousandths. Two ten, two ten three, four, Ooh. five, six, eight. Yeah, there's a whole range of them for all the different sizes of flute pads. And you cut a shim, or use a a, a round one if you want to raise up the uh-huh. whole pad. But you cut a shim and put it on uh, in where the the hole is supposed to be. You put the pad back in, and, and that's supposed to fix the leak because uh-huh. you're basically putting more material down where there's a hole. Right. Um, and with When you're not the first technician to work on the flute, Mm -hmm. sometimes uh, when you lift the pad out, you know, after you, okay, it's got a leak, so I'm going to mark where the leaks are. Okay, I'm going to lift the pad out. If the technician before you has not glued the partial shims down, you get a little cascade of tiny little shim parts. And for someone like me, that's very frustrating because, well, that just means that everything that you guys did to make the pad level is now completely undone. And then anything I've done is going to be completely pointless because now it's going to be leaking everywhere else too.
0: We have to start all over. <laughs> start yeah. From the
2: scratch. Yeah. And it's just, you know, when I'm trying to get through five or six flutes a day, I don't really need to be starting from scratch. I just need to kind of tweak what everyone else has already done or the other technicians mm-hmm. have done. So for technicians, please glue your flute shims because you're fitting the pad to the pad cup. So, yep. Every pad is individually done. They're organic material, So if you put a new pad in, you have to start from scratch anyway. So yeah. that's that's my, my point. But if the shims
0: are if the shims are glued in, then they go with y- the pad. Yeah, they go with the pad. And now you can actually look at the pad and go, oh, okay.
2: Yes. Well what I what I can do is look at the pad and like what I do is I mark the actual key cup with a dry erase marker. As, okay. okay, this is this is where the leak starts, this is where the leak ends, so that's the size of the shim that I need to put in there. And when I lift the pad out, if it's got a whole bunch of micro shims in, in different places, okay, that's mm. where it leaked in the past. This is where it's leaking now. If it's got pad, pad shims where I am currently trying to add to it, okay, it's really sinking down. But, eh, I mean, I'm trying yeah. to support what other people have done as opposed to start from scratch. Uh,
0: no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah.
2: Obviously I, I do when I do a repad, I'm doing everything from scratch, but part of a repad is leveling the tone holes. So Ah, yes. Yeah. Which
0: obviously they're going to lose over time and use and you have to you would have to re-level them. Yeah.
2: Well well you, yeah, you, you kind of. I mean, in my, in my case it's more along the lines of the flute got thrown across the room, somebody sat on it, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. They get a little abused, which is why the tone holes aren't really level. But well, yeah. When you're yeah. doing quick rental returns or school repairs i just i just want to get it working as best i can i really do not have the time to sit there and and do a complete repad
0: no that's fair (laughs) it's completely fair yeah completely fair um so (laughs) has your dealing with failure changed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I have a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like sto- story time, everybody. Get story your popcorn. I'm kidding.
2: Okay. Oh. Uh, back in 80- episode 85, I told you about the dent ball dumbass trophy I had where it was a trumpet mm-hmm. that I ruined the instrument. Yes. Well, apparently I hadn't learned my lesson. <sighs> so I had a tuba come in and the gentleman was very, very nice. And he said, I just, I would just like it cleaned. I said, okay. And um, did the ultrasonic cleaning which my ultrasonic cleaner is a 39 gallon, which is almost big enough for a full sized tuba, but not quite almost,
0: but not quite. Yeah.
2: Almost. So I had to do it in sections and then I had to lift the water filled tuba out of the ultrasonic cleanser in oh. between. Yes. So lifting out. Yeah, it, it's heavy. Um, yes. and this tuba was for a marching band. So it had been, uh, very well loved. Um, yeah. And I thought, well, I would like these guys to give me future work. I'm going to do some dent work as a little bit of a bonus. So I get my, my dent balls and I get my rare earth magnet because it's mm-hmm. a tuba. So it needs the big stuff. Yep. And I, I slide the ball down and I take some dents out and I say, okay, that's a little bit of dent work. Um, it looks better and I'm not going to get to anything else unless I really, really get more into it than is absolutely necessary yeah, for yeah. him being nice to you and I pick up the tuba to roll the dent ball out and the dent ball rolls in the other direction. Oh tubas are tapered. Yeah. Dent ball gets stuck behind a oh. dent.
0: Behind a dent. Uh.
2: Behind a dent. <laughs> so um it's stuck. So I have a very similar situation to several years ago. And I remember, well, don't tap it. Don't tap it. Don't tap it because you're going to bulge it. Okay. Right, right. What? So I take the, the rare earth magnet and I try to pull it down and, you know, work mm-hmm. on it. And nothing's working. Nothing's working. Nothing's working. Um, this was, I believe, Tuesday, Tuesday mm-hmm. afternoon, Tuesday night. About two hours after I was supposed to close, my husband finally comes into the shop and says, okay, put it, put it away. You're not going to fix it tonight. Right. I mean, I was trying to lubricate the ball. I mean, this is a solid steel ball about the size of my fist.
0: Oh yeah. The big, big, big boy. Yeah.
2: Big boy. And a rare earth magnet with a 450 pound pull on it. They're very dangerous. They're very dangerous magnets. Um,
0: I'm familiar with how dangerous they can be. Yes.
2: Yes, and this ball was stuck at the bottom of the bow of the tuba, so it was oh. it was in an awkward situation where I really couldn't get to it very easily. So the next day after that, I said, "Okay, I'm going to learn my lesson. I'm going to ask for help." Yeah. Online, and I went to the <coughs> uh, various and sundry Facebook groups we have for discussion. Mm-hmm. And say, this is what I have. This is what I've done so far what can I do? Please help. This tuba needs to be done by Friday afternoon and mm-hmm. this Wednesday morning. And I got a, a variety of, of suggestions, everything from you're going to have to unsolder it, which I wound up doing. A yeah. lot of the instrument, you're going to have to unsolder it and you're going to have to pour water down it and freeze it. And the ice expanding will push the dent ball out. That didn't work.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, but that, that risks, damaging the brass doesn't it
2: uh, yeah maybe but it, it would at least be an even you know, uh, as, as te- it would be an even as opposed to a bulge um yeah okay. so, yeah that didn't work um the you, you could try heating and shocking it uh you know, shocking it suddenly mm-hmm. with cold water that didn't work a couple of people suggested I take it to the local auto shop and have them use a very high powered the big air no- oh no a high-powered air nozzle
0: Oh, yeah, no, that was, boy, wouldn't that make a noise, too. You
2: know, it would also be, like, a very lethal cannon at that point. And I thought, yeah. mm, that would probably damage the brass. I'm not going to Oh, do they that. would
0: love that. But <laughs> they would love that. They'd just be like, yeah.
2: Let me give you an exploded tuba back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep it so <laughs> Yeah, but, there, but you take that to the auto, and say, I have a ball stuck in this thing, and I need high-pressure air to shoot it out. They're going to be like, hold my beer
2: yeah either that or take yeah. it to the the fire station down the road and have them put one of the uh um what you call it the fire hoses
0: yeah the high water pressure, pressure
2: to, yeah, yeah high pressure water hose and it's like mm-hmm. hey, let's let's see that is last resort so I uh attempted to do one of the other techniques, which is g- basically unsarving it, getting behind it with a bunch of other dent balls and pushing it out that way right yeah, um the problem with that is it actually kind of bulged the breast.
0: Bulge the bri- Oh,
2: again in the wrong direction
0: in the wrong direction hmm. so
2: uh, another technique and this is when hubby came to help me out and this again was after closing hours mm-hmm. i had more than one magnet at this point because hey yay thank you robersons um yeah i took the 450 pull pound magnet he put, took the 250 pull pound magnet and we um put it on either side of the tubing and tried to yep. pull down fortunately our fingers were out of the way because the magnet slipped and slapped together yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could have lost a finger there. Uh that didn't work. Um what else did I try? Oh gosh. I I I so this is this is the end. Oh yeah, I was doing the hammering out from behind this is before i actually had the big the big with the you know pushing it with an actual rod and a hammer i was actually doing the the hammer method where you put a smaller ball in through the smaller side of the tubing and just basically lift the tuba up and down i'm I'm demonstrating and kevin can see this no one else
0: yeah no you're shaking it you're basically banging yeah one heavy ball into the other trying to dislodge yeah
2: try doing that for half an hour with an instrument that is have you know at least what two-thirds your size
0: yeah i was
2: exhausted uh so this is wednesday (laughs) thursday (laughs) (laughs) i I was literally crying at that point because i had i'd gone into work early i was working all day and i'd been there for much longer than I normally do.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah.
2: Thursday morning, I finally said, screw it. I can't get this out. I'm going to call the dent ball a loss. Let me drill a hole in the center of the dent ball and I will thread a large rod through it and I will just pull it out straight. Right. So I get the bow of the tuba up on my lap and and mark, you know, with a dry erase marker where I'm going to put the hole. And I take my spring loaded punch, mm-hmm. which. The minute I started putting pressure on it, yeah, well, this is a ball that had I'd put oil down and WD forty, oh. and so it slipped, and I caught my thumb on the edge of the somewhat freshly unsoldered ferrule, which still had Whoa. jagged pieces of solder, yeah. uh, and I had to take fifteen minutes to uh, attempt to stop the bleeding. Attempt. <laughs> attempt. Yes. Uh,
0: so how was uh, how was urgent care?
2: Oh, no, no. I (laughs) I didn't go to urgent care. I had a tube to fix. Um, So it was a band aid wrapped in gauze, wrapped with another band aid, wrapped with a paper towel. So at least I wasn't bleeding on the instrument.
0: Yes. No, Um, no. I know the paper towel method well from my my (laughs) mechanics. Yes. Yes. No.
2: And yeah, I cut off the big chunk of flesh that was not there. Sorry. That was probably another trigger warning.
0: Uh, (laughs) I put it in there.
2: Yeah personal injury um i now have uh yeah so uh that didn't work so what i wound up doing is uh, and this is what worked eventually so this is this is thursday afternoon i take the smaller of the two uh rare earth magnets which is the 250 Mm. pound magnet and i actually am able to insert it into where the dent ball is and it actually you know was able to latch on to the dent ball and I could right. kind of get it a little bit wiggling but it, it's not pulling out well so what I did is I put it on there I tied a string on it put my foot on the string to give myself some some so it was under pressure yeah and just tap the dent that was holding <laughs> it in place tap 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 the one thing I was told not to do is tap it out tap 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 35 minutes later pop, bing, yeah so so that's Thursday afternoon <laughs> Friday Friday Yes, Friday. This is, oh yes, this is when I was recovering from COVID too. So I oh. couldn't smell anything.
0: Oh So no. Friday
2: was spent all day re-soldering a gigantic tuba back into place. And um, yeah, it, it almost worked. The problem is you have, you know, however many feet of tubing it is. I think it's mm-hmm. 70 feet of tubing and it all yeah. has to be perfectly aligned. And yeah. I almost got it.
0: <laughs> my, oh,
2: almost. Um, so at six 15, cause I close at six, at six fifteen, the poor gentleman, he'd already called twice that day. Yeah. <laughs> came in. My husband had already come in and says, why does it smell like an ironworks in here? I said, I can't smell anything, but yes, I've been soldering all day. Um, yeah. And he came in and I said, Look, I got everything but the main tuning slide. The main tuning slide is still a little bit off. I'm working on getting it aligned. And this is this is a big guy. He was about six, 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 seven. He was huge. Big guy. Took this tuning slide and he went, (laughs) I don't see any problem. Okay, but I explained the whole situation to him and I said, Look, I'm really sorry this took so long. This is, you know, the dent ball got stuck. We've been trying for three days to get it out. I got it out and I had to put your tuba back in. This is why it's taking so long. <laughs> it's ready. I, I gave him a discount because it was like, because I originally said, we're not going to charge you for the repair at all. This is a big repair. And he yeah. says, no, no, no. You just spent three days. I want you to get some kind of, of, you know, pay for it. I said, okay. So I gave him, I gave him a, a pretty big discount. I thought. Um, h- husband thought I should have given him more discount, but I'm like, dude, this is three uh, days, <laughs> three days that I wasn't doing anything else. Yeah, and he he went out, but I have never heard from this particular organization again. So I'm gonna yeah. call that one a little. And I have a, a scar on my thumb,
0: and a scar on your thumb,
2: <laughs> and a scar on my thumb. So that's dent ball dumbass trophy number two. <laughs> so there's <Nope>. your story. Tubers, <laughs> <To this> man. <laughs>
0: Uh and and now to quote my lovely wife to what she said to me after I had finally been cleared for accidentally bringing a sharp object through the O'Hare TSA entry point I paid the fine everything's fine it's okay. been over a decade still right Okay what have we learned <laughs>
2: Well, the first lesson was ask for help, which I did, and the second lesson is um, maybe sometimes you do actually need to tap the brass yeah. out. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe is- lesson is don't work on tubas when you're five five and have tiny little hands. I don't
0: know. So uh, yeah. So so what you're saying is you're changed. You really haven't changed how you deal with failure. It's I will make this work. I will fix it, and you will endure. Yes yes
2: i mean what else can i do is i i screwed up i'm very very sorry that you know Mm -hmm. i i'm still working on it. he needed it for a performance the next day so he he took it and i said you know bring it back or whatever (laughs) you want and i will continue to work on it and make it right for you but he he never came back i feel really bad
0: (laughs) for all you know he'll be back in a year going well it uh, it finally needs cleaning or i'd like these dents taken out i (laughs) mean dents. Huh. Uh, yeah.
2: This is why I work on woodwinds. <laughs> I love woodwinds. Although saxophones can get pretty denty, but yeah. I'm better at yeah. taking dents out of saxophones. I can hold, for the most part, hold a saxophone. <laughs> Brass man. So yes, yeah. So yeah. that that's my story. I mean, I haven't really learned anything other than I now have a second dent d- ball dumbass trophy that I carry around, which is a scar on my thumb.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the, 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 the scars are reminders that we've lived.
2: I, I have, I lived and and hubby was very supportive afterwards. He was very proud of me. He says, you did it. You went, you got through that whole week Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you didn't stop. You didn't quit. And, you know, I was going to maybe take it to my, uh, co, you know, my cohorts over at Robert M sides who are, you know, the guy, they, they tend to do the brass stuff and I'm on the woodwind person. So. I was tempted to take it to them, but I just didn't have time. Yeah. That might be next time I have a brass problem. I might call them for help.
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, I called them, but they're like, yeah, bring it over. And I'm like, um, I need to get it done today. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So on the other, other side of things, since you, obviously you have proven that, you know, you, you are willing to consider what comes after that failure. Have you changed how you celebrate successes?
2: I've added to it. All right. Uh, when, I get, when I get a success, like a, a, a
0: happy customer
2: particularly, or if uh-huh. I get like uh, someone who comes in and says, yes, I approve the repair for a very large amount or something, I'll go in the back and do a little happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else can see me. That's the instant gratification of, oh my God, I got this done Oh my God, this is great. So after the tuba walked out the door, uh, the tuba from hell, uh, we, you know, I exchanged a hug and I went to the back and did a little happy dance as I survived.
0: There you go. You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes that's, that's, you know, that's the big thing. We made it, we made it to the end of this ordeal of this thing. And uh, so here we are. Yeah. Yep.
2: The ridiculous little happy dance. (laughs)
0: Look, uh, you you haven't lived until you've seen the uh, the the cohort of middle aged birders doing you know the the little I saw a life bird shimmy. <laughs> uh, um,
2: yeah, yeah, that's you know? probably similar to the I just got a contract for you know seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Happy dance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, Yay. Before we roll into the charity and the where to find you online thing again, is there anything else you want to add to it?
2: I I don't really know what to say. Like I said, I don't know why people think would, would want to listen to me. I remember with with episode 85 it's like nobody wrote in with comments. So I'm like, OK, I must be really boring. <laughs> I'm no Dino. <laughs> that's
0: for sure. Yeah, well, most of the comments on the last Dino episode were, uh, uh, not so, uh, for the folks who are listening, we're actually recording this the 28th of December. The new set of Dino episodes starts to go live tomorrow. <laughs> the, the moving episode over the summer, the most comments were we love Dino. Can you please not do a single episode? Giant single for Dino five episode.
2: hours.
0: Yeah. We got a little carried away. Um, and so, no, we, I've got it to, to reasonable sizes, I think for the next yeah. two, maybe three episodes. We'll see how it goes when I get to, you know, putting the other two together. Um, cool. So we had talked beforehand mm-hmm. about a charity and as you know, and long time listeners know and first time listeners don't, uh, we're good. We're in great, we're in a great place and we don't. Want people to send us money. We want people to send money to people who need it way more than we do. And you had a great recommendation this week. So tell me all about it.
2: All right. Uh, we I have uh, reconnected with some of my friends from high school, and one of them is a volunteer at a cat rescue called TT's Rescue Squad. And the, is she, I, I see her Facebook posts all the time. She is the sweetest lady and she goes out and, you know, rescues anytime someone calls and says, Hey, there's a cat. Uh, it needs help. Uh, abusive situation. This one got dumped. Uh, you know, This one's been living feral. She'll go out there. She'll get the mm-hmm. medical attention um, you know, the, through the rescue. Uh, she fosters constantly and they're always in need of, of help. Um, I really wish I could adopt from them, but we have three cats now, which, uh, the third one was, we th- uh, think was dumped. Yeah. So we, we took them in. Um, but the most recent is they had a cat who, uh, I think had a, a an injured tail and needed amputation oh, or yeah. needs amputation. Oh. I know they got them neutered. I think they're waiting on the, the, you know, the amputation surgery and they've got a, you know, a couple others who mm-hmm. are just not doing well and they need to pay the vet bills. Yeah. So, I would really really like to recommend
0: TT's Rescue Squad. And uh, they have they they use Linktree which I I find, you know, I love all the different people who are using Linktree to aggregate where to find them and to find their things. And so yes. I will have I will have their Linktree uh in the show notes with uh that has their adoption and foster applications. It has uh Chewy wish list and an Amazon wish list and then direct cash donations through a couple different things. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is um and a couple of other like here's where you can uh, here's two low-cost spay and neuters for uh Eastern Pennsylvania that you can help support through them, which yes. I think is fantastic.
2: Yeah, they really fantastic. and they do uh they do some TNR, they do a fair amount of mm-hmm. TNR as well. Yeah which is wonderful because, you know.
0: Oh, I know. I did it for several years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and, you know, if that's not up your alley, the mm-hmm. other other thing I would suggest is support your local band boosters. Keep kids playing music.
0: Yes. And we have several schools in our area, and mm-hmm. I know that they are perpetually underfunded.
2: So Yes. So band boosters are really great. Yes. Um,
0: Hello, Sergey. Do we have, is it time for Sergey hugs? Okay. Because uh, I'm standing now. I have a sit stand desk and now it's it's I'm standing, so it must oh, be give oh. Sergey love time. Hopefully that does not mean attempt to eat the microphone time.
2: Oh yes he is.
0: Nope. <laughs> nope. No, no, we're good. Okay. Really there we good. go. Good. Hey but
2: I'm a um, little surprised none of my boys have come down. Eh. So uh like I said, two or two are in the bathroom enjoying the heated floor. The third one was asleep, yeah.
0: but he's probably with my husband. So no, no, what's what's gonna happen is we're gonna finish up. I'm gonna uh uh take all of this, you know, I'll 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 finish all the post production bits and then I'll go feed Sergei and then he will go to sleep on the bed in my spot until I take it, and then <laughs> he'll try to push me out of the way for the rest of the night. So <laughs>
2: And I guess the last thing is people need to find me if they want to find me. God yes, knows
0: why. Exactly. Where, where can we find you online? Where can people buy, when you're making them again, fantastic monitors like I have staring at me right now?
2: Well, right now, uh, I've expanded. I've actually started my uh, website of griffinwinds.com. G R Y P H O N W I N D S.com. That is my official store page for the instrument repair. But when I do artwork, mm-hmm. I will put it up there as well. Uh, right now I say local pickup only, but I mean, we can certainly arrange. I, I'm sure I'm going to figure something out as far as shipping goes. So if anyone's interested, that, that oh. is a project for the new year.
0: There you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, this will be happening. This this will be going live in the new year. So there you Fabulous. go. Fabulous. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, and, hey, ah! you Okay.
0: Uh, he, he took my microphone, wireless microphone transmitter with him because it's corded attached to the oh, microphone and almost took the microphone away. And that would have been exciting for everybody. That would have been. There we go.
2: As far as artwork, I'm on uh, Furfinity, DeviantArt as Tierlin. If you mm-hmm. really want to read my writing, I uh, said before, I'm on Wattpad, Archive of Our Own, and FanFiction.net as Tierlin. If, basically, if you see Tierlin, it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh if you do read fallout 4 ar please leave a comment because i love reading comments and it lets me know that i'm not you know as Ursula likes to say i have not shamed my ancestors and yeah I, there you go i will perform wow. an adverb ectomy at some point in time
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not having to name the individual ellipses and uh uh in order to keep them, have you not heard about? Oh dear God! Um, no,
2: tell me, tell me, tell me.
0: So when Ursula does a self-published book, her editor on almost all of those is uh, KB Spangler, yes, who we had on back in year one, and um, because Ursula tends to overuse ellipses and semicolons. Um, if one is particularly important in Ursula's mind, she will name it. This one is Henry. This one is Bob. And once it is named, it cannot be, it's her, you know, it's their little way of of saying Stet. Um, I would not want to share all of these editors notes with anyone outside of this, but sometimes it's just because it's all in jokes and whatever, mm-hmm. but named, named punctuation is something <laughs> that, uh, that apparently happens. Yeah.
2: God, if it, if it was for adverbs, I'd run out of names.
0: <laughs> well, that's, you know, you know it's, what's your favorite adverb? Well, that one, it gets a name. The rest of them can go. That one has a name now. <laughs> that's adverb, Bob, and you don't dare d- touch adverb, Bob. Adverb
2: bob, I love yeah. it. I love it.
0: Yeah. Right, so on, on Dino's recommendation, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk about in episode in part two, um I broke down and got a robot vacuum. Oh yes. And I love it and its name is Vacuum Bob. Of course. And and, be, and I I might have named it something different but I thought Ursula is going to want to refer to it and so Vacuum Bob it is before she names it something Bob anyway I'll just head that off at the pass. So there we go. I've
2: noticed in Pokemon Go all of her Pokemon are named something Bob.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the ones she <laughs> keeps. Uh, her very first Charizard which Charizard is frankly my favorite Yes, uh, uh, the, only, the only thing that comes close in terms of, of my favorite Pokemon and maybe even equals Charizard is Mimikyu mm. uh, from Sun and Moon and Mimikyu hope because Mimikyu is from Sun and Moon we should be seeing it at some point in the updates that have been coming out since they started releasing the Alolan Pokemon, uh, I was hoping it was Halloween, but no, and mm. much swearing was had. Uh, oh no! That much being said, um, I she got a shiny Charmander long before I even saw a shiny Charmander. I think like I was away; she was on a community day or something. Oh, uh, nice! And so she gave me her shiny Charizard in a lucky trade because we were lucky oh. friends. Bonus, because I love I love having a shiny lucky Pokemon. Uh, and its name was Goth Bob and it's still <laughs> Goth Bob. <laughs> Goth
2: Bob. That's fabulous.
0: Yeah if we're if we're ever in a raid and you see a big shiny mega evolved Charizard that's Goth Bob. Cause man, the, the mega evolution from, from X and Y, I love them. So I love, just love their look. They're so cool much. looking. They're so, yeah. so cool looking. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. I need to get out raiding. It's just, it's just me anymore.
0: So eh. we, uh, yeah, no, we, uh, we go out usually on weekends and uh, not necessarily raiding, but just sort of, you know, driving around, hitting the stops, maybe doing a couple raids, yeah. uh, randomly inviting people who are online sometimes randomly accepting invitations um
2: i i try to send them out if i if i see a raid i did get a a a gym put at red barn village
0: oh there you go yeah
2: i I put it in for a gym i thought it was just going to be a stop and it's like no they put a gym up the problem is it's just out of range of my shop
0: (laughs) oh no i have to i have to just step just outside to get to the gym
2: Uh, that's great. Yeah, man.
0: no, it's 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 I I and I actually saw you sent me a raid invite earlier today, but I was in the middle of a call and couldn't attend. That was me. I, I don't think you.
2: I don't think I did because I don't think I played Pokemon today.
0: Uh, maybe then it just didn't notify me in today, at which point it would be, <laughs> you know, day late and a dollar short on that
2: one. Entirely possible. Yeah, I, I do it occasionally, but. Eh.
0: <sighs> And uh, and for everyone who writes in asking for our Pokemon Go codes, uh, find us on social media because I'm not just going to put that on open on a web. Oh, good
2: lord, no! You know? Oh
0: no! <laughs> Although Ursula's one like Ursula now has well, okay. Everybody at home who doesn't play Pokemon Go, you know what? You're bored senseless. Ursula, Ursula has a friend in Brazil she's been trading gift with, and so. I will tell you, like that has been very beneficial in terms of she now has the special regional bug. Nice from South America. Yeah, Uh, we should probably stop now before the people get completely bored with Pokemon Go. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And uh, yeah, no. uh, So thank you so much. It's always fun. Yes. And uh, you know, and we'll do this again. Maybe not in three years. Maybe. No. Yeah.
2: If people want to hear me, <laughs> like said, um, I'm boring.
0: Tiff, I don't care. I'm having fun. Y'all at home, okay. if you're bored, fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no! It, in in reality, though, you know what? For the people at home, we'll be right back after this. We are back um big thank you to Tierlin for coming back on the show and for catching us up and for talking about all the you know the the fun bits and also the uh um dent ball dumbass trophy number two story to go with dent ball dumbass trophy number one from the first interview <laughs> <laughs> um but it was always fun, and I look forward to talking to Tierland again, hopefully not in three years' time.
1: Sooner than that.
0: Sooner than that, yes. 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 Uh, so, hey, uh, I have a word. What's the word? The word this week is anniversary. Oh. And you take that to productivityalchemy.com. You look at the little box that says uh, act for activity code. You type in anniversary, spell it correctly, two N's. And you'll get a badge, which I'm going to go create after we're done recording. Uh, And it'll be an awesome badge because I think all the badges are awesome. And if you want to find out more about the badges we offer or claim more, uh, find out what you can do with them, take a look at a gallery of all the badges that are out there, Uh, you go to productivityalchemy.com and there's a a badges link that has like a how-to and all that sort of good stuff hidden in there. Woo! While you're there... You can check out past episodes, uh, look at the show notes for this and those episodes. You can um, look at badges other people have earned. Uh, there's a little section with a bio for both of us uh, that I probably, I think I keep up to date, reasonably, something like that. And, you know, more more stuff, like how to get in contact with us for the letter show that's coming up in two weeks Send in letters. Send in letters. We we I love letters. However, I do. however.
1: While you are scrolling through the website, yes. there is a link that you should not click.
0: Don't don't need to click. No. No. Mm-mm. The no. forbidden link. The forbidden link is uh it's the support link and it's there. It has links to Patreon, it has links to Kofi. We don't need those donations. We don't need that money. It's there because you know, people ask, and so it's there. But we, what we want you to do instead is we want you to give, instead of giving to us, give it to people who need it way more than we do.
1: Yes, we're good. Yes. There are people who are not quite so good, so... Yes. Go make their lives better. Whose lives are we making better this week?
0: Um, TT's Rescue Squared, out of uh, Pennsylvania, a 501c3 animal rescue. Excellent. Uh, this is where Tierlin got her cats, um... They have, uh, I'll be linking to their link tree, which has their, uh, uh, adoption application, their foster application, their Chewy wish list and Amazon wish list, all the links to where you can donate to them, their listings on Pet Finder. I mean, Instagram, t- TikTok, and, uh, other, and a couple other, like, um, associated, uh, charities.
1: Fantastic.
0: I mean, it's pretty awesome, isn't it?
1: Yes. You should, you should yes. totally go support animals in need because, I mean, let's not to yeah. Let's not to laugh.
0: Alternatively, uh, Tierlin also suggested that you support your local band boosters because I don't know about where you live, but where we live, um, music programs in schools are under a lot of pressure um, and don't have very much money. And band boosters helps uh, schools get instruments and you know band trips and things like that to really, you know, uh, enrich uh, the children who are interested in doing that sort of thing's lives. Uh, I wasn't a band member, but I learned to play piano, and it, you know, it's something that I actually fondly remember now and occasionally can sit down at a piano and read sheet music and enjoy myself. It's, you know, it also, you know, gave me a greater appreciation for music produced by all the other people I listen to, Um, but yeah, uh, support your local band boosters. If you do not feel like supporting an animal rescue, um,
1: either one is fine. Yes. Both.
0: Yeah. Both is, both is good. Both (laughs) is good. Um, so that's us for this week. Yep. Um, next week, man, uh, next week I have a great interview with, um, hang on where did it go uh right with james uh james fair who is a um cybersecurity professional and a uh a coach who does coaching uh around productivity and other things so it's a great conversation i look forward to sharing it with all of you and on that note you know go out there have the best week you possibly can and do your best to um stay productive whatever that looks like
1: it does not feel like 15 years
0: i know and that's the great thing in it um,
1: yeah i yeah five or six maybe i'll give you
0: yeah uh, you know what's even uh, what what also doesn't feel like it's been as long as it has what in june it'll be uh, Well, we have been married for 10 years good lord i know right